Hi everyone and welcome back to the whole quokker. As promised, this is the second part of Five Ways to Wellbeing, where we're going to cover the remaining of five ways, which are be active, take notice and keep learning. But before we dive into that, of course, I'm going to have to ask you, Gillian, how quacker are you? Oh, how quacker am I? Well, I would say I'm a heck of a lot more quacker right at this minute than I've been for probably the last week or so. Um it's, yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like I, I do listen back to the podcasts and it's actually quite a nice little diary of where my <laughs> head is at and makes me realise that, yeah, you know what, sometimes sometimes I'm off the charts, really happy. Um, other times I'm about right and this week's just been a bit, yeah, not, not the best, but I'm trying to take a bit of a lesson out of um, when I was feeling quite weird and like, I don't know, very kind of sparky. I'm going to use the word sparky. There you go. Sparky. Sparky. Uh, where I was kind of saying, you know what? I noticed it. I was non-judgmental. Uh, I just kind of went, you know what? I'm in a particularly weirdly good mood and probably quite annoying, but, you know, just just be aware of it and try not to drive anyone too crazy. Um, and I guess I'm kind of trying to do the same this week, having just felt quite, I guess, a bit low. Um, try not to... I don't know, take it for more than it is. Um, I was reading something about the whole thing about you are not your feelings. <laughs> and I think sometimes, especially when my anxiety kicks in, um, I think sometimes I just go, oh, I'm anxious. I must be anxious about something. And then I start thinking about what 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 could it be that I'm anxious about? And then it just <laughs> makes it all worse. Um, because, you know, probably at some point it's that... Um, confirmation bias in terms of I probably think of something and go, oh, yes, that's what I'm feeling anxious about when really I might just, I don't know, I might just be having a weird, anxious feeling for no reason. And actually what I need to do is, I don't know, just distract myself, do something different and um, I get, you know, kind of just move past it. And what's been really good today actually is because I've been doing um, a 21 days of walking challenge and today I really didn't fancy it. I was just, you know what, I'm, in, I'm not in a great headspace. I really don't want to do it. But I thought, no, <laughs> I'm doing a challenge. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do it. Um, and it was the best thing I could have done. So I think sometimes yeah. it's just that whole you just eat, you know, you just need to force yourself to distract yourself in some way. Um, and yeah, so feeling OK, not great, if I'm honest, which we're supposed to be being honest. How about yourself, Emma? Not too quacker either, if I'm honest about it. So the we've had a health scare in the family this week and that's been tough. Lots of anxiety all round, mm-hmm. some sleepless nights. The and that's just had a big knock on impact. The I've noticed myself being grumpy and probably a bit more candid than I would usually be Ooh, at work. Even though candor is one of my values. Yes. It's been coming out a bit more bluntly than usual. The but at the same time doing the introvert thing and both because it's the introvert thing but also because I'd noticed myself being a bit blunt with people. I kind of then backed away from meetings where I could and gave myself that quiet time to just clear some stuff off my to do list and get myself in a better headspace that way. So Feeling better now, definitely, than I was at the start of the week. And I guess props to my line manager, if you're listening to this at any point, <laughs> the, there has been a lot of support this week in terms of, you know, what do I need to to keep my head in the right space? And that's been very much appreciated. 
That's what, yeah, that's what you need at times like this is, I don't know, well, apart from the else, you should, I, I suppose you need to take credit for that as well in terms of building up to that relationship in terms of being honest. And I, I appreciate that that needs to be accommodated and you need somebody who's kind of there willing, A, to listen, B, probably to ask the, how are you? No, how are you really? No, but really, how are you? <laughs> and and really mean it and not just kind of, oh, I need to ask this at the beginning of a meeting. Um, but equally, it works both ways because you could have easily just glossed over it and tried to make out, oh, it's all fine. You know, like, oh, fine. Yeah, not bad. Um, so, yeah, I think it works both ways. So, yeah, it's 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 not an easy thing to deal with stuff like that and better to be able to tell people so that if you're not, if you're not, I don't know, on it or whatever, they can be there to help. And um, I think that's a really valuable thing. Oh. So on that note, I know I haven't necessarily done some of my coping strategies this week, so I haven't had a lot of time for craft. There's been no Lego. The, there's not really been kind of much time in the kitchen as wind down, which are kind of my usual coping mechanisms. The So on that note, should we dive into some five ways and yes. talk about some of those coping mechanisms? Let's do that because it sounds like we both probably need them at the moment. <laughs> um, and I guess, well, what I was saying earlier in terms of having gone out for a walk. Um, so again, kind of as a bit of a time check in terms of when we're recording this, I guess we're in Mental Health Awareness Week at the moment, appreciating it won't be when we actually release this, but... I think as quite a lot of people are saying like out there on social media and everything at the moment, it's like, yes, it's good to have a week where we focus on it, but mental health isn't something that we should just be thinking about one week of the year. Um, so, but I, there's been a lot around um, connect with nature. So obviously quite different to the connect we were talking about in the last episode, last time. which was very much more around connecting with people, but connecting with nature as we know, is great for people's mental health. And for me today to have signed up to do 21 days of walking, which is, again, about getting out and connecting with nature. And today's challenge was around listening to birdsong particularly. And I remember in the first episode, Emma, because I may have been listening to podcasts a little bit while I was on the walk, um, you mentioned about listening to birdsong. Yes, it's something that brings me a lot of joy is the only way I can express that and I can no one else can see it but right now Emma's got a massive grin on her face Aww. it's just such a simple pleasure isn't it the and yeah I'm naff at understanding what birds are which bird song apart from chiff chaff and the only reason <laughs> I know that one is because everyone's like oh it sounds like chiff chaff no it doesn't but because I'm like that's a chiff chaff because it sounds naff or like chiff chaff that's the one I know and I just like saying chiff chaff but yeah birdsong simple pleasure and you can literally just open your window oh yeah especially at the moment because as we were saying because well I, I appreciate now there's a lot more activity than there was in the first lockdown in terms of other environmental noise but still um it, it's still definitely more noticeable than it has been. And I've really enjoyed earlier this week some of the, the walks that I've been taking of, because I, I walk by the river quite a lot. Um, and there's been a little family of ducks and ducklings. And it's so sweet because just listening to like the mum, the mum beep, duck. Beep, beep, beep. And then the little, the whole, the little ducklings, their little tiny little um, 
I don't even know what noise. It's not a quack. Um, yeah, it's the noise you just made, Emma, but I'm not going to make you do it again. Um, <laughs> it's just so lovely. And I actually, I took a video just because, you know, I don't know. I, I like to try and take notice without taking a video or a photo or whatever. I just like to try and capture it in my mind's eye. Um, but sometimes I just like, oh, actually, I want to watch this back and just watching the video and listening to them on the video is, yeah. It's, it's very adorable. Nice. One of my favourite things, give it another few weeks, if you see Canadian geese goslings in a oh. few weeks' time, when they've started to become more more adult, their voices literally break. Oh. <laughs> and it's so cute because they go from the peep, peep, peep to more of a honk sound and their voices literally break in the middle and it's adorable. Probably fr- Again, simple pleasure. <laughs> Probably frightening themselves with a deer, like, whatever, like, oh, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> I'm easily pleased. No, I don't think, I wouldn't say that's easily pleased. But today, really randomly, well, I say really randomly, but I saw a pheasant today on my walk, which, bearing in mind I live in the middle of the city, really, quite, I mean, it was by the river and it was like in a green area near the river. It's not that random, but it just still felt really out of context. Uh, But I took notice of it. Especially when a dog, there were some runners with a dog who did hadn't seen the pheasant, and this poor pheasant, the dog obviously like kind of got a sniff of it, went after it, it got away. Don't get me wrong, but it got away and was literally crapping itself as it flew away. So Aww. I got a full view of uh, that happening. But again, it's just <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I might have had a bad day, but at least I'm not a pheasant getting chased by a dog crapping myself. It could be worse. It could absolutely be worse. Um, and what I like, I don't. Know, I, I guess one thing we've um, both signed up for coming up in June, which will be probably not long after this podcast goes out, is the thirty days of wild with the National Trust. Not National Trust. Not <laughs> Trust. Wildlife Trust. The wildlife Trust. <laughs> National Trust is great as well. Just getting that in there. Uh, but with the Wildlife Trust, and I think with that, what's lovely is the fact that. Yeah, we'll be out of Mental Health Awareness Week and all that type of stuff. But actually, it's just that kind of almost constant drumbeat of this isn't something you can just do for a week and hope that, I don't know, somehow, oh, miraculously, I'm fine all the time now. Um, I love the fact that they've got their their bingo. Yes. To help you take notice. Yeah, maybe don't shout bingo while on a bird walk. You might not see any more. Oh, yeah. The other twitchers will not be happy with you. No. Um, and there's and the stuff like actually it's not it's not necessarily about um, having having to go out and kind of really nope. travel to get to nature. I love the fact some of it's just about having breakfast outside or um, you know kind of really quite easy things to do. Yeah, and not even all outside. I noticed this year they're encouraging things like watch a wildlife documentary. Ooh, nice. Although, or you know, draw a wildlife picture. Ooh. I am really bad at drawing, but I might try that. That's okay. Give it a go. <laughs> we could try it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> For everyone, there you go. You've got that chuckle. to look forward to. <laughs> oh no, I've put that out there now. I struggle oh, to wildlife watch pictures. documentaries. Uh, wildlife documentaries. This is really bad. I feel like I've got uh, got worse with age in terms of my anxiety and any sort of peril. I struggle with. <laughs> And I watched David Attenborough and I'm like, no, because something, there's going to be some horrific, like really emotional thing will happen. Um, And it's really important for everyone to see that. And I get it. And I I get the fact we need to understand how nature works. But I'll be honest, I, yeah, I I struggle a little bit. (laughs) Um, But 
so I know you are a massive fan of the wildlife trusts. Yes. Um, and I guess have you have you managed, have you got out and about and seen any of your favourite kind of wildfowl recently? Not really. So we we live really close to our latest to our latest to our closest <laughs> um, wildlife trust reserve. Um, but unfortunately, they although they've managed to keep their cafe open for takeaway, their facilities haven't been open. And with a small person, it's quite tricky to be out of the house and not really have toilet facilities open because mm. don't want him needing to go in the middle of a wildlife reserve. That's fair. Um, but having said that, the a couple of weeks ago, I was just having a bit of a rough week and my other half knows how just seeing a tufted duck raises my <laughs> spirits. And the, so we dropped little enough at school and we went to turn in the opposite direction to home. And I was like, where are we going? And my other half is like, you just need to see a duck. I love <laughs> that. So, so we literally went and sat in the car park for five minutes while I did a bit of bird watching and screamed some random bird names at him. Felt loads better. Came home, had a better day. See, that's the thing. And therefore, Dunk had taken notice of the fact that you weren't in the best headspace um and thought and had taken notice of what helped in the past whereas my story similar story is that my other half knew i wasn't in the best headspace today and came home with a donut yes so you get ducks (laughs) and i get donuts so you know what works for me giving (laughs) either way it's good the but if you do want to get out and see some nature and you know you're not necessarily or fay with what it is that you're looking at i'd say one if you if you're somewhere like a reserve the i've always found that actually the birders are incredibly friendly for the most part if you're like what are you looking at mm. they'll typically give you a lesson and that's really helped me and the trust also do some really great spotters guides online that you can just download and they're like a4 pages almost of like spot the different British bumblebees or um, spring birds and they're lovely little guides to have with you if you're just trying to do one of the the 30 days and tick something off and I really like it because it reminds me of the I spy books from when I was little I'm like do I get 50 points for spotting a badger I've still never seen a badger so I don't get the points but I used to love the I spy books when we were on the like the motorway as kids we'd have to like it'd be like I don't know to start with it'd be something simple like spot a yellow car Uh, and then it would be like spot a what would it be? Spot a number plate from some random part of the country, but then it would give you the like information about what the number plates would have if they were from different parts of the country, what letters would be in them. Um, I don't even know if number plates work like that anymore. I think they still, I think no they idea. still do. I hadn't really thought about it. If someone knows, please tell yeah. us. But stuff like that, I just think, again, well, it's a bit like we were saying, keep learning. It kind of nudges into into one of the others but before we move on to that i think the other thing i really want to say was what what i've quite liked is um so there was um an initiative that um the her spirit guys did earlier in the year um and it was called jar of joy i just like the name jar of joy if i'm honest but what (laughs) what that was the the idea behind that was i guess kind of each day thinking about something that you were grateful for. And it's it's really great if, like me, you suffer with like anxiety and whatever because it helps you with a bit of perspective taking um, and kind of stopping you going into a massive doom spiral uh, when things aren't great because it can be something really simple. Um, and I think sometimes just celebrating the small stuff is, you know, is, is really, it's really important. Like, whoa, today I put actual trousers on. <laughs> 
<laughs> no longer am I wearing tracksuit bottoms. Uh, no, but it, you know, it can be. It could be something really simple, like you know what I, you know what 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 was great today, um, and what filled me with joy was the fact that I'd know somebody texted to check I was okay. That's quite nice, or because they'd taken notice and maybe realised that you'd were a bit quiet or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that's a nice little initiative as well. I really like that. The We were saying just before we started recording that have been watching Blue Peter earlier. You can tell I've got a six-year-old. <laughs> but the Dr. Ranj was on and he was talking about worry jars, which is something we probably all know about. So that's right down your worries at the end of the day, pop them into a jar, come back to them at a later point. But he was also talking about effectively what's a kindness jar. And so the idea of that is that you fill that one up at the beginning with little ideas of almost random acts of kindness. So you buy someone a chocolate bar, ring someone. Take someone to see some ducks. Send someone a letter, take someone to see some ducks. And the you fill the jar up and then every now and then you take a piece of paper out and you do whatever it says on the piece of paper. And I really liked that in almost the, you've got something visual there to remind you to do those little be kind things and to give. Um, but also the he was then talking about the dopamine release and what we talked about last time and almost the, the positive kickback of doing something nice for someone else also makes you feel better as well. Yay. So we all basically need to go and get a load of jars, maybe yeah. from the WI. They Recycling. Might, they might have some jars. <laughs> <laughs> and you can learn while you're there. Yes, you can. Um, well, seeing as you mentioned learn, Maybe we should move on to keep learning. Um, yes. Which, I don't know, I feel like we're both quite passionate about development. Um, That's fair. So, yeah, I think keep learning is probably quite a key one for both of us. Is there anything kind of particular, I guess, that that you lean on? Wow. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I I think for me it's an inherent curiosity and I think that's probably part of my personality to kind of just question the the why and the want to know more. But I guess for me, there's something quite important to remember. There's the whole self-development thing inside of work and you know, there's the doing things to further your, your job and your career and to make you better at those sorts of things. But actually, there's also the how can I learn outside of work? And the that can be something like, I don't know, cook something new yeah, <laughs> or you know, read a book on something that you, you didn't really know anything about. Download a guide from the Wildlife Trust and find yourself Yay. a new bumblebee. <laughs> the, <laughs> I keep coming back to that one because I really like white-tailed bumblebees. They make me happy. Ooh, and I'd learned about that through a spotter's guide. Do we, And do we get those near here? We do. Oh, good. Yeah. I shall keep my They're own. very cute. They've got little white bottoms. I would be disappointed if they didn't, given the name. With a name like that. <laughs> but, oh, okay, I will definitely keep an eye out. Next time I see a bee with a white bottom, I'll take a photo and I'll send it to you and you can confirm <laughs> confirm my sighting. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I like the one, especially the stuff about even just cooking something new. I think um, mm. over the last year, because notoriously our oven doesn't get a lot of use normally because generally out and about um and then over the last year obviously that kind of changed quite a bit and it yeah it was kind of a bit difficult you kind of got stuck in a bit of a rut well I did anyway in terms of what to cook um and I suddenly realized actually you don't need to have something different every day it's maybe just you know what each each week each month or whatever I'll just try one new recipe and if it's if it's nice I'll make it again and if it's not yeah. nice, I won't. Uh, and then it just gets added into the little repertoire there. 
Um, I think sometimes I try to go a little bit too big bang with these things and be like, oh my God, I need a whole new set of recipes for every night of the week. And then it's, yeah. 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 But just one, one new recipe. And yeah, that's quite a nice thing. It was, what's one new thing you could do this week? You know, no one's asking you to learn to be Picasso in the next two hours. What, when we're doing our wildlife you- drawings? <laughs> You're all going to regret us saying that, I, I think. <laughs> We're going to draw quackers. I'll commit to that. I'll hey. draw a quacker at some point. Oh, okay. But the it can be as simple as something like do a crossword. Yeah. The, I think is one of the kind of quite nice examples I've come across. Or you know, just watch a TED talk. The and because I kind of like sound while I'm I'm doing stuff. The I quite frequently have something like that just on in the background, and I'm not sure I'm even taking it in, but there's kind of just something interesting going on there in the background. And in a similar way, Emma, people could listen to a podcast. <laughs> See, you know, you might be learning something new from this podcast, or you'd not even realised it. Um, and again, I said that in a really creepy voice, I really didn't mean to. But that's one thing I really have done a lot of uh, in the last year is listen to a lot of podcasts. Some of them very much just for escapism. I love a I love a comedy podcast, so I won't mention I won't mention which ones, but there's quite a few. Um but equally I've suddenly realised actually I could also be learning something while I'm on my wanderings. And it really depends what mood you're in um, and how receptive you are. But what I've really noticed is, is if I'm listening to a podcast whereby it's something that I really want to engage in the topic and I want to understand it more, it makes me focus on what the content is. And I think for me, if I'm if I am having a particularly kind of anxious, I don't know, headspace day or whatever, it's a really good distraction. Um, and I notice very quickly if I'm not doing very well at it because I have to rewind because I've, I'm have i having a head argument or something and literally just yeah. kind of going over the day in my head and, and picking things and whatever. And I, you know what? I'm non-judgmental. Uh, I'll just rewind it a bit, but then really try and focus. And I, yeah, it's it's amazing, I think, how much that can help. Yeah, completely agree. Kind of anything to immerse yourself in something the it's I flip between do I do something like a new knitting pattern when I'm in that kind of headspace because then you really have got to focus in on it to not mess the whole thing up versus the I don't want to do that because I'm not in the right headspace and Mm. if I mess it up it'll kind of make those negative feelings even harder and the that's when I do typically get the the nod from my other half to go just go and do some lego because then you can just undo (laughs) it if it's wrong okay I never need to be told twice to go and do some lego but anything like that where you can just immerse yourself in something you're right I think it really helps with just fading those voices and helping you come back to it when you're more rational later on well, yeah, absolutely. And if, if that is through having done the worry jar thing and almost going, you know what, I'm going to write it down, I'll pop it in there, I'll give myself half an hour this evening where I'll actually go through them. And then hopefully by then, if you've managed to distract yourself enough through, I don't know, doing your knitting or your Lego or listening to a podcast or whatever, hopefully by the time you come back to that jar of worries a little bit later on, you kind of go, actually, it, it actually doesn't bother me as much anymore. Um, so yeah, it's always worth a go. And I, I mean, I know you mentioned kind of the reading a book thing. I mean, at the moment, what I've noticed is 
I actually have multiple books on the go, which is quite unlike me. Yes. I, I normally am a, no, no, I cannot do One that. One book. One book. Me too. Get through it. Um, but I think, I don't know, I'm just kind of quite interested in different topics. And I think, well, actually, I'd watch different television programs. I, would, I mean, unless I'm literally kind of binge watching something. I don't, you know, I, I generally watch different subject matters and I cope with that okay. Um, and, you know, we had to wait every week for the line of duty, the next what was going to happen in that. Oh, I thought we were going to go one without mentioning no. line of duty. No. <laughs> um, no, no. So, yeah, so you kind of think, and I watched other things in between and that was fine. So I think, why can't I do the same with books? And it's been quite nice because there are some days I'm just like, you know what, I'm not in the mood for this kind of quite heavy going book. Uh, I know, I'm just going to read something quite flippant and whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that's been a new thing for me recently. Ooh. I would say interesting. The I'm very much the same. The I need to read one book or one book only. Otherwise, I'll forget where I get to and what's happening in the story. But you're right. I typically juggle multiple TV shows at any given time. It's weird, isn't and it? I don't happen to forget what happened in Grey's Anatomy last week in the last seven yeah, days. Actually, to be fair, they do do those really annoying recaps, though, don't they? When, when, when <laughs> last you, week on Grey's Anatomy. If you are binge-watching, you're like, I know. But then you suddenly <laughs> Stop go, telling me! If you haven't binge-watched it, the next week you're like, oh, yeah, no, I forgot that happened. Um, but the, the best thing I ever did, I think, was invest in a bookmark. Because that, that was, other than that, it was like, that would be the thing. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm never going to remember where I got to. And then I end up rereading the same pages because I couldn't remember exactly where I got to. I was like, just get a bookmark. Um, and weirdly, having an actual bookmark, as opposed to just a random bit of paper or something, just felt special. It's quite Aww, nice. It's so sad. Like and then the other thing I've been doing, which I started nine days ago, I've got a nine-day streak, um, is because I suddenly realised, actually, when we were talking about this last time, we were talking about how, you know, your physical health you know, and your mental health and all the different things you do. And actually, I think, actually, I've been doing quite a bit recently, physical health-wise, which we'll come on to and be active. But, um, you know, that you kind of have to do something every day just to kind of actually build your fitness. And I was like, I'm really bad at doing the whole brain training thing. Um, and I was reading something about how just kind of doing like a really small amount of trying to learn a new language every day is just quite a good way of kind of keeping the brain active and thinking about something different. So I started the old Duolingo, uh, learning Ooh. Italian. Don't ask me to say anything. Italian? Yeah. Don't ask me to, Ooh. don't ask me to say anything. Uh, but I'm doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> doing pretty well, but don't ask don't me to ask say anything. Don't ask me to say anything. It's like, oh dear, I'm learning a language that I'll never be able to use. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know, it's just, it's just been quite nice and I'm on a nine day streak and I'm not normally... I'm not normally one for games or anything like that, um, but this feels like it has kind of tried to gamify it a bit. I mean, it's it's telling me how many points I've got and I really don't care. Uh, apparently, I'm, I'm on some sort of leaderboard or something. I mean, I'm way down the leaderboard, but I'm like, again, I don't care. I yeah. literally just want to do my 10 minutes a day and that's that. But yeah, it's something a bit different. So I'm happy. Ooh, and one more thing that I thought of, which... We kind of talked about in, I'm trying to think which one it was now, which, oh, the introvert extrovert uh, podcast that we did around kind of the networking thing. But this is about, mm -hmm. you know what? Learning can just be asking a question. Yeah. Yeah. Almost the most basic of how to learn something new. Ask someone about it. Yep. 
go, oh, you've just said something that I don't know. Let me ask you a question about that. And you might just learn something. So yeah. That's, yeah, that could be a really quick one you could do. Although maybe don't do the, the toddler thing of question and then another question and another question and another question. Why? 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 Why has that bumblebee got a white bum? Why? <laughs> Mummy, but why is Justin kind of, Duck your favourite? Why? Yeah, I do get all of those. The, but to be fair, he's a better birder than I am, so Aww. clearly taught him well. But the there is something really sweet in that kind of innocence and not being afraid to ask a question in case you look stupid and I think that's something I kind of try to embrace and be like no no if I don't know I'm just going to ask the question because there's probably someone else in the room who doesn't know either oh Um, yeah and and that's the thing sometimes I will I will know the answer to a question but I'll be sitting there thinking I'm fairly sure either by looking at other people's confused faces or Just like, you know, you think, I feel like a year ago, I wouldn't have known the answer to this. Or, you know, all that type of stuff. There will be sometimes I'll ask the question that I already know the answer to, just because I'm thinking there are other people who really want to ask the question, but they don't want to look stupid. Yep. And I think there's something actually quite sweet. It's almost a give thing on not being afraid to ask the stupid question, because then I'd hope that gives that person the confidence next time round to say, no, it's okay. I can ask the stupid question because I've seen other people do it. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I think we have we have touched on at various points being active and and getting out for walks and taking notice of things. And you, you've talked previously about your running and open water swimming. The I'm guilty of not being particularly active in the last year. I've really noticed the really simple things like how much I'd usually get up and move around the office and I know that's something we've talked about previously in terms of keeping active when we've done this as a lunch and learn type thing of don't send someone an email go and ask that person a question unless I know where they live and that's going to look kind of creepy I can't do that at the moment so the I've really noticed that I'm just not being as active as usual and trying to get out and we're really lucky we've got kind of a field right in front of us so just kind of get out and walk around the field and listen to the bird song and stuff but the as things are becoming more normal, I'm not going to say new normal because I don't like it as a term, nah. but as things are, are starting to change up a little bit, my thing for this summer is, I know I've said to you the last couple of years, I want to learn how to sup and I've never quite yeah. got there. That's my thing for this summer. I'm Yay. going to enroll into Couch to 5K on sup and I'm going to learn how to sup this summer. I feel like I'm going to ask the stupid question that I already know the answer to, but some of our listeners may not. What is SUP? What's a SUP? It's a stand-up paddleboard. Yay! And then we can yeah. go paddleboarding on the on the canal together. Yeah, and see ducks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you see all sorts. And actually, you do see sometimes. I'll be thinking there's somebody there's somebody there with some binoculars or with a camera or whatever, staring intently at the other side of this canal. There's blatantly <laughs> something there, and then I drift through. <laughs> Paddle through. <laughs> Hello, it's just don't me. mind me. Yeah, I, I think, and and I know, yeah, you you really enjoy doing Pilates as well. Yes, and actually, that's been great for just calming me down and my mental health as well. Just kind of because it's quite 
a gentle thing. It's strange. It's kind of it's quite a gentle thing, but it has more impact in terms of how much you're going to hurt 48 hours later <laughs> than you realise. But the um, my Pilates teacher does kind of a a well-being session at the end where it's just kind of 10 minutes of mindfulness and focusing in on your breathing. And one of the techniques that we'd learnt was square breathing. And actually I found in the moments that I need to calm myself, falling back on those techniques have been really, really useful. And I'm much better now for having done Pilates from both a physical and mental point of view than than before and actually during lockdown there's some really good pilates and yoga videos on on youtube and actually even yoga for kids aaron does cosmic yoga and it's the cutest thing because they go through a story there's harry potter cosmic yoga and they do you know normal yoga poses but in a story and it's adorable but actually it it really helps calm him down as well so it's clearly benefits Ah, for all who knew and actually what's been what has been good, and I know I know YouTube's been around for years, and it's not like you couldn't do it before this whole like weird year that we've had. Um, but almost because of the fact that you know there's been times when like gyms have been shut or everything's been shut. To be fair, and you kind of think, right, if I'm going to do some exercise, you either you either go out on your own or you know you you kind of do your own type of um, I guess program or whatever, or you maybe watch someone on YouTube or on an app or whatever that you've got access to. And what I like about that is I've always been too scared to go to like a yoga class because I've never done it before. And I just think if I if I go in and it's the wrong level and everyone knows what they're doing and they're just saying all the different stuff and I'm falling over at the back and, you know, I just don't want to do that. It's just I, I would feel really uncomfortable and I'd rather just not. So I think, well, actually just do it in the comfort of my own home. I mean, the only thing being, there are times when I think, am I doing it right? And actually it would be nice yep. for someone to be there to say, actually, you're not quite at the right, I don't know, angle or whatever. And, you know, be careful because if you're not careful, you're going to hurt your back or whatever. So that, there's obviously absolute um, benefits of having an actual instructor there. But for the kind of the just starting out and maybe just trying some of the moves in I guess kind of away, away from other people being able to see you. There's there's something nice about that. Yeah, definitely. The and I guess shout out for all kind of the virtual stuff that's happened during lockdown. So I know before you mentioned that you'd done the the virtual run as a way to kind of give money to charity, but to kind of encourage people to have a way to do that. But my other half has taken up running in the last month and has kind of done that through um, enrolling in virtual medals to just give him something to work towards and to keep him motivated. And actually they're great. And obviously a lot more of those sorts of things are springing up at the moment with with the situation. But actually I wonder how many of those things are going to stay around because they do seem to really be working for and allowing people to expand their businesses but also motivate people as well i hope i hope that there will be quite a few that do stick around equally i hope that we do get back to somewhere where actually some things do happen um in the flesh in 3d in in 3d and i guess the reason i say (laughs) that is because the reason i but the very first 10k i did was um so it was supposed to be february 2020 in London and that wasn't stopped because of the pandemic it was stopped because of the storms and basically it was just going to be far too windy far too dangerous trains weren't running this that the other um and I'd been really looking forward to that I mean it really motivated me to train 
to get up to 10k because the, the furthest I'd gone before that was five and I kind of worked really carefully just like adding that 10% a week or whatever and really kind of worked on it and felt quite proud of myself and I was looking forward to hugging the polar bear at the end um, <laughs> and then and then it was like oh can't do that it's all virtual now but so yes yeah, so there's a little bit of I mean my friend did send me a virtual polar bear well not a vir- an actual no not an actual an polar actual, bear. No, no, that would be weird <laughs> yeah no you said you realized every, yeah no all of that sounded wrong it was basically a cuddly polar bear um and you just think that's so nice because i'd just be like oh i'm not even gonna get to hug a polar bear um although actually i think that was for this year's one because again we couldn't do it in person um but yeah there's something about I, I don't do these things because I want to go for a race. It's not about that. If I thought it was a race, I wouldn't go because it would freak me out. Um, but actually, just the atmosphere of something like that and being yeah. able to run through the streets of London and see some of the landmarks and kind of, I just hug a polar bear at the end. Um, that sort of thing. I would like to do that in person. But yeah, you're right. The virtual stuff has almost added a, a new dimension. And for people who... yeah can't do it on a certain day or can't travel or just wouldn't want to do it with all those people for whatever reason I think it's great hopefully it will carry on yeah but you you're right the atmosphere of those sorts of things is is incredible the say the year after my nanny died from cancer I did race for life dressed as wonder woman for for her and it was the hottest day of the year and it's one of the worst decisions I've ever made to do it in fancy dress but actually the incredible thing about that was just the support from complete random strangers at those sorts of events is just lovely mm-hmm. it's it combines a whole heap of things there in that you know there's positive kickback for people and it's giving to a charity and it's getting active and connecting and actually those sorts of events are Lovely to hit pretty much all of your five ways in one go, especially if you see a pheasant on the way round. <laughs> Preferably not one that's crapping itself. No. For any particular no. reason. That's a, yeah, we don't need that. I mean, I cried when I did my, after I finished my first 5K. I mean, I know I say I cry a lot. I cry all, I cry because I'm happy, cry because I'm <laughs> sad, cry because I'm angry. I don't know why I feel like all my emotions just end up with crying. Um, and yeah, I was just so amazed. I'd actually, I don't know, I'd done it and I'd, yeah, I just that that kind of I don't know. I just felt that real sense of achievement. That weirdly, yep. I don't know. I didn't think doing a five k would make me feel like that, but I just always thought I can't. Run. I don't. I mean, I still say I don't run. I jog, but equally, you know what? It is running. It's not as you know. It's it's maybe not as fast as some people, but what the heck? It's a hell of a lot faster than people, as they say, who are sitting on the sofa. Um. So yeah, I I was quite surprised at how much of a sense of achievement I felt. Um, and yeah, that kind of, I don't know, I just felt kind of a bit of a bit of pride. Ooh. It's the warm fuzzy. And the that, there everybody, is pretty much the impact that the five ways have on you. It's, it's why you should take some time. And I know we've talked about, you know, think about what you do if you only had two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, a whole hour, a whole day. Imagine a whole day whole to invest day. in yourself whole day I can't remember what that was like but the (laughs) there is a lot of science behind the five ways please do go and think about how you can fulfill the five ways for yourself google some ideas the talk to your friends about how how they fulfill their five ways come and talk to us on social media or email about it we'd love to hear because we love to share 
ideas with other people as well so can we give us a follow on instagram at the whole quacker or you can email us at at the whole at at at, 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 at no at. not that many at <laughs> It's not Star Wars, not that many. The oh, the whole cocker at Outlook.com. <laughs> I got a nerd joke in there. You did. <laughs> On that note, we shall leave you to take notice, to learn, to connect, to give, and to... Oh, I've forgotten one, be to active. be active. And we shall see you in a fortnight. Yay. For another edition of The Whole Quacker. <laughs>